Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, June 15th. South Carolina Republicans make clear you cannot defy Donald Trump. Plus, Nancy Pelosi's Democratic majority in the House just got smaller. A fascinating set of primaries as we now near the halfway mark through the 2022 midterm primary season. Most high profile last night were these two House races in South Carolina, and we learned important lessons here. It was a split decision for Donald Trump if you're purely looking at his endorsement track record. But that's not the reality of the situation. It actually was a win-win for Donald Trump. Because what we learned is conservative Republican primary voters in South Carolina, up in Tom Rice's district, said, you cannot vote to impeach Donald Trump and expect us to vote for you again. It's that simple. That is an outright defiance of Donald Trump that just doesn't fly with conservative Republican primary voters, apparently, according to last night's results. We also learned that in the Nancy Mace-Katie Arrington race in the Charleston area House District, that if indeed you don't go as far as voting to impeach Donald Trump, which Nancy Mace did not, she voted against that, but if you around January 6th put out some critical statements or you actually voted to certify the election results, here's an example of that with Mace speaking to NBC News. I want to be a new voice for the Republican Party, and that's one of the reasons I've spoken out so strongly against the president, against these QAnon conspiracy theorists that led us in a constitutional crisis. It's just wrong, and we got to put a stop to it. You might draw his ire. You might get Trump to endorse your opponent like he did in that race. He backed Katie Arrington. But if you spend the totality of your contest still trying to curry favor with Trump, running up to New York and filming yourself in front of Trump Tower, trying to convince voters day in and day out that you are aligned with the former president. Hey, everyone. Congresswoman Nancy Mace here. I, I'm in front of Trump Tower today. I was one of his earliest supporters. I supported him again in 2020 because of policies I believed in. Well, in a more moderate district, even a Republican one, that could be sufficient for you to keep your job. So to me, it's a win-win for Donald Trump last night. He ousts one of the impeachment 10, the Republicans who voted to impeach him, and he still benefits because for Republican survival, they still have to align themselves with him. Now, as for Tom Rice, who was one of those 10 Republicans voting to impeach Donald Trump, he spent the entirety of the last year and a half sticking by that vote, never walking away from it, never willing to give up his principles for his power and his office. And he had this to say to his supporters last night, courtesy of WMBF. This seat doesn't belong to me. It belongs to the voters. And if that's what they want, then that's what they can have. On the heels of her victory, Nancy Mace addressed supporters last night. WCSC was there at her campaign event, and she set her sights on November's general election. Getting the majority starts right here in South Carolina. So what are we going to do in November? Keep the first. Now, the reality is, in terms of balance of power in the United States Congress, both of these South Carolina districts are likely to be held by Republicans. So in terms of 
the big impact this fall and the battle for control of the House and control of the Senate, you got to look out west to Nevada, the silver state for last night's primary results, because we now have a Republican nominee for the United States Senate, Adam Laxalt, from a famed political family out there, taking on the vulnerable Democratic incumbent senator, Catherine Cortez Masto. She's one of the four vulnerable incumbents who, should they lose their seats, the Democratic majority is potentially lost. And so this is a key race for Republicans come this fall. Also in the gubernatorial race there, Republicans see opportunity there. Now with their nominee in place, Clark County Sheriff Joe Lombardo. And in the Secretary of State's race in Nevada, we saw in the Republican primary the real current ongoing danger to our democracy. So all this January 6th committee stuff, so much of it is backwards looking. But the reason it's so important is because the threat to our elections and to our democracy is still in place. Jim Marchant, the candidate who won, he was victorious in the Republican primary for secretary of state in Nevada, is a 2020 election denier. He buys into Donald Trump's lies about the election being fraudulent, something where there is no evidence to suggest that that's the case. So given the political environment and the inflation we talked about on yesterday's podcast, the inroads that Republicans have been making with Latino voters may be turbocharged this year because the political environment overall is so advantageous to Republicans. So in a battleground state, a closely contested state like Nevada with a huge Latino population, Republicans are not just looking at the Senate race and the governor's race, but there are like three competitive House races there as well. And speaking of inroads that Republicans are making with Latino voters... We had a special election along the Rio Grande Valley in Texas last night, along the southern Texas border there, and Republicans picked up a seat. Democratic congressmen had retired. The seat was vacant. There was a special election. And Republicans won this seat that Joe Biden won this district by some four points in 2020. It's a Democratic district. Now, Democrats say they decided not to play here and compete here very much because the way in which the district lines are redrawn for November's election, the district will become much more advantageous to the Democrats and they think they'll win the seat right back. But as of today, because of the Republican victory, Myra Flores was the candidate who won there in that special election. When she gets sworn into Congress now, Nancy Pelosi's majority, her Democratic majority, just became one person fewer. That is not the direction she wants to go in advance of this November midterm with all the headwinds in their face. And a lot of that has to do with the Latino vote. That district is heavily Hispanic. And this is a big warning sign for Democrats and a big hopeful sign for Republicans that there is real erosion in the Latino community in terms of Democratic support. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.